As we've studied the life of Joseph with Scott Pauling, we've learned that this study isn't necessarily about Joseph, but instead about the God who was with Joseph, even in the darkest of circumstances. As you look at your own circumstances through the eyes of faith, do you recognize God's presence? Oh, that we could learn to live in the presence of God. Be sure to stay tuned after today's study to learn more about Scott's book on the life of Joseph entitled, The Lord Was With Joseph. One of the greatest blessings in life is family. Family was God's idea. Uh, the psalmist says that God sets the solitary in families, and so family itself is a blessing. But might I say that there is a blessing upon the family that is a greater blessing than any material blessing. It's spiritual. It is the presence of God in a home. We've been talking about the Lord being with Joseph. I love this. When you get to the end of the story, the Lord is not only with Joseph, the Lord is with his father, and the Lord is with his children. The Lord is working in the whole family. I want that. I'm testifying now. I want God's presence in my heart, and I want God's presence in my home and so when you come to Genesis 49 and this, this prophetic passage that Jacob speaks regarding Joseph, I want you to notice the emphasis on the blessing. Uh, listen, let's pick up in verse 25 and 26 today. Uh, Even by the God of thy father, who shall help thee? Anybody out there happy that God is our helper? <laughs> That's who the Holy Spirit is. He comes to help, comes alongside to help. Uh, he is a very present help in time of trouble. God, who shall help thee, and by the Almighty, who shall bless thee with blessings of heaven above, blessings of the deep that lieth under, blessings of the breast and of the womb, the blessings of thy father have prevailed above the blessings of my progenitors under the utmost bound of the everlasting hills. They shall be on the head of Joseph, and on the crown of the head of him that was separate from his brethren. Do you see the word? Look at it in verse 25 and 26. Bless, blessings, 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 blessings. You almost get the idea the Lord's trying to tell us something, don't you? Six times he uses some form of this word. These are family blessings. Now, in the immediate context, we know that it is a father's final blessing. Jacob is giving blessing to Joseph and to his children, to his brothers. And uh, I, I believe there's something to that. Ancient civilization, that was more prominent than it is in our world today. Uh, but I would challenge every person that is listening to me, consider this, what will you leave behind? The greatest inheritance is not material, it's spiritual. What will you leave your children and grandchildren? What will you say to them as you leave this world? What testimony will you, will you leave uh, ringing in their ears and in their hearts. Uh, that, that's something I think we all ought to give some consideration to. And it's important that we leave behind the right kind of heritage and legacy. So it is a father's final blessing, but it's more than that because it's more than Jacob's blessing. It is really the blessing of God the Father on this family. It's the blessings that are connected to faith in God. There's a beautiful progression in this passage. I've challenged you to spend some time in these verses. I hope you are. Genesis 49, 22 to 26 are like a diamond mine. Uh, the more I read and study and meditate here, the more I see. Uh, look at this family. Uh, in verse number 22, we have the bow 
of the family. Uh, That's the tree analogy that's used. And we see the root and the fruit in God. Then we have the branches of the family at the end of verse 22. That's how God multiplied and extended their influence. Then we have the bow of the family in verse number 24. The bow here referencing the weapon of warfare and God giving strength and stability in the midst of conflict and opposition. But then when you come to verse 25 and 26, you have the blessing of the family. And the beautiful thing as you look at this blessing is that it is both earthly and eternal. Please don't miss this. There are blessings that all human beings enjoy on this earth. We eat God's food, drink God's water, uh, listen to God's birds sing, breathe God's air, enjoy God's sunshine. Uh, The Bible says that the Lord makes it to rain on the just and the unjust. Uh, So all human beings enjoy some earthly blessing. It's a blessing to be alive today. The fact that you have uh, the capability to hear and you're listening to this at this moment, that's a blessing. Uh, The fact that we have this opportunity to study the Word of God, that's a blessing. So don't miss the blessings. The Bible says he gives us richly all things to enjoy. Enjoy what God has given you to enjoy and give him the praise and glory for it. The greatest blessings are not just earthly blessings, they are eternal blessings. Do you hear the everlasting word in verse 26? Jacob is looking beyond his lifetime. Now he's looking beyond Joseph's lifetime. Now he's looking beyond Manasseh and Ephraim's lifetime. He's looking to eternity. And remember, he's on his deathbed. When you get to the end, some things mean less and less, and other things mean a whole lot. And what matters most at the end is what matter should matter most today. We need God's blessings. I remember years ago hearing Adrian Rogers say that if you want to find out how rich you are, add up everything money cannot buy and death cannot take away. So let that sink in just a moment. Everything in your life that money cannot buy and death cannot take away, that is the blessing of Almighty God. I submit to you that the God of the Bible is the God of blessing. In fact, in the book of Genesis, when God creates man and woman, what is the first thing he does? The Bible says God blessed them. That's the very next verse, God blessed them. God's intention was always to bless his people. When the Lord Jesus Christ preached his first and most famous sermon, we call it the Sermon on the Mount, but really the title is It's the Blessing Sermon. How did he begin? Blessed, 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 blessed. Read those Beatitudes again. When the Lord Jesus Christ left his disciples and ascended back up into heaven, what's the last thing he did for them? He blessed them. The last time they ever saw him ascending up into the clouds, his hands, nail-pierced hands, are raised like a high priest in blessing on them. I believe those hands are still raised in blessing today. At the right hand of the Heavenly Father, God's greatest desire through Jesus Christ is to bless his people. God wants you to live in his blessing. And this is not some slot machine religion, some health and wealth prosperity gospel. This is not some name it and claim it, cheap surface sentimentality I'm talking about. This is the kind of blessing that comes when you believe God and obey God. I'm going to tell you what Joseph is. Joseph is proof that what others mean for evil with God's blessing becomes good. And also, that any good without God's blessing becomes evil. The blessing is not things. The blessing is God himself. Remember, the Lord was with Joseph. Maybe we're seeking the wrong things. 
Maybe people have made a priority out of the peripheral instead of saying, dear God, we just want you. Because, friend, when you get God, you get all of the divine resources with him. We're going to come back to this passage in our next study and look more carefully, more closely at these blessings. Do you see the plural? These blessings, and there are many of them, and all of the implications and application of it. But for now, would you make today this your prayer? Dear God, I want to know you. I want to be close to you, and I want to live in your presence. Lord, more than anything in this world, I want your blessing upon my life and upon my family. As believers, we long for the day that we see the Lord and forever will be in His presence in heaven. But friend, you and I do not have to wait until then to live in the presence of God. In Joseph's life, we are reminded that the Lord desires that we stay in His presence throughout each day and in every circumstance. This was the open secret of Joseph's life. Scott has a tremendous resource that will equip you to live in God's presence. His book on the life of Joseph entitled, The Lord Was With Joseph. Visit enjoyingthejourney.org forward slash Joseph to download the free digital book, access the audio book, or purchase the hard copy version. Our prayer is that this will inspire your daily walk with the Lord.